Welcome to SBA Radio for your Small Business Administration advice with Kaz Taylor and SBA Director Ruben Garcia. Brought to you by CBON.net, big solutions for growing your small business. Well, hello there. This segment is brought to you by CaptainEmail.com. Find out how one of the country's leading email marketers can revitalize your business. I'm Ruben Garcia, and Kaz is out on assignment today, but we do have Engineer Dick Warren with us today. And uh, so let's get to the business of what we have on hand here. You know, the SBA's Office of Disaster Assistance is busy helping small businesses across the nation. And today's first guest is James Rivera, SBA's Deputy Associate Administrator for the Office of Disaster Assistance. James, welcome back to the show. Hi, Ruben. How are you doing? Oh, doing great. Listen, we uh, I know a lot of people already know you, and uh, they know that uh, since uh, September of 2006, you uh, had uh, you had several you led several efforts uh, to rebuild the agency's disaster operations, which includes introducing an electronic disaster loan application and uh, more efficient loan underwriting processes and, and computer technology upgrades. Right. Uh, that's correct. Yeah, it's wonderful, and I know you've done some great work. And this happens to be a Disaster Preparedness Month, right, September? Yes, it is Disaster Preparedness Month. How is that impacting you? Uh, from the perspective of uh, just having individuals just be aware of uh, what happens in the event of a disaster and being prepared in the event a disaster occurs, because it can happen at any time and any place. Yeah, you know, some of our listeners may not be aware of the kinds of assistance the Small Business Administration offers uh, to the public after disaster. What is SBA's role in disaster recovery? Uh, what SBA does, uh, and many people get misled by the agency's name, since 1953, uh, the SBA has been the primary source of federal funds for long-term disaster recovery for homeowners, renters, uh, businesses, and nonprofits of all size. And yes, I did say homeowners and renters. Uh, the SBA has approved more than $48 billion in disaster loans to about 1.9 million homeowners, renters, and businesses. Uh, SBA's disaster loan program uh, is similar to... Uh, the 7A program, but it's called the 7B program, and it's a direct loan program uh, to homeowners and businesses and renters of all sizes. Uh, yeah, for people who don't know, 7A is the mainstay of SBA loans. Uh, that That's the, 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 the general one that we do for um, loans to businesses. Right. Thank you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to use the, the acronym here. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> but as, as a direct lender, we don't we don't go through the guarantee, uh, through the guarantee loan system that the 7A process does. Uh, we make direct loans. Uh, to individuals and homeowners. And uh, in cases where there's a catastrophic disaster or a large size disaster, uh, the president uh, generally makes a declaration or in smaller declarations, uh, the SBA administrator, Karen Mills, can also make a declaration. So we'll provide loans, direct loans, to homeowners and businesses, and we can make loans of up to $2 million to businesses, uh, make home loans up to 200000 uh for homeowners, and make loans of up to 40000 uh, for renters, and this is to repair, replace uh, personal or physical property, including cars mm-hmm. uh, that was damaged uh, by the disaster. This is for uninsured, uh, uninsured or underinsured uh, damages. You, you know, we had that happen out here, James, not too long ago in uh, Calexico, California. We had a disaster. It, we didn't get a presidential uh, declaration, but we did get one from the administrator. Um, but, and there was also economic injury uh, disaster loans, right? The, tell us a little bit about that. Right. Economic injury loans are it's a it's a working capital loan to small businesses, and it's to pay for fixed operating expenses. So, for example, if you're a business 
that's been closed for, uh, you know, because you're adjacent to that river, and the river uh, knocked down that bridge, so you have your convenience store or any kind of, you know, front, storefront, um, and, and that bridge is closed down for, uh, let's say, two or three months, obviously your sales are going to drop. So the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program is not to replace sales or profits, but what we do is we'll make a, uh, a working capital loan to the small business owner to pay their fixed operating expenses, to keep their rent current, to keep their uh, payables, I mean, their, their payables current, their no payments current. So that's the intent. It's to keep them in business uh, uh, until that you know, basically the bridge is put back in place. Yeah, and the interest rate for that is what? Uh, uh, 4%. 4%. And we can go up to 30 years. Wow, that's fantastic. Now, I'm going to ask you a tough question here, James. Uh, you know, after the 2005 Gulf Coast hurricanes, the SBA was criticized for being overwhelmed and, and unable to respond in a timely manner. Is the SBA now prepared to quickly respond to catastrophic disasters? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, we're not proud of what happened after Katrina Rita Wilma, but we've learned from our mistakes. Uh, we're in a much better position today as a disaster assistance program in place. Uh, from the, you know, it's not just the Office of Disaster Assistance uh, responding. It's, it's the uh, Small Business Administration. And individuals like you as a district director obviously are the face, and, and this is a very coordinated response. Uh, specifically from, from uh, a re, you know, responding to disasters, when Katrina hit, uh, we had about 880 employees uh, working uh, in, in the field center and across the, the organization in, the, in, in the, um, the processing center and across the different field centers. Uh, today we have a staff of 1,200, and we have an additional uh, 2,000 reservists that we have on call uh, wow. that are available within 48 hours. We call these employees, um, you know, on a semi-annual, annual basis just to check their availability. And, uh, you know, to date, it, the system, the processes work pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also uh, been able to streamline the process, the approval process, for example, during uh, Katrina, Rio, and Wilma, back with the 2005 Gulf Coast hurricanes. It was taking us, on average, about 70 days to respond to uh to, an, to process an application. Yeah, it was a pretty long time. Right, you know. and, and it's really unacceptable. And, and today, obviously, we don't have quite the, the level of activity, but we, we're responding in 10 days based on our the, the uh, process improvements. We've and put and, and there's been quite a few uh, disasters uh, this year. You know, I, I know a lot of people have heard of them in different areas of the country, and, and it's 10 days now? Correct, 10 days. And we, we've, we've processed... Uh, you know, close to $500 million uh, in, in disaster assistance this uh, so far year to date. And then we're actually located right now in 50 locations across the, the United States uh, responding to, to numerous disasters. Mm-hmm. What's the capacity now? What's a, you know, I know in, in, in 2005 it was pretty low. It was like 800, right? Right. The, the capacity, uh, we, we, we automated our, we lifted our paper process back in uh, 2004, and we had this brand-new computer system back in 2005. And, and at the time, we could only handle 800 concurrent users. And, and to kind of put this in perspective, we had approximately 4,200, about 4,250 employees online. And we actually had to go to three shifts to get all the employees on the on the system at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, so there was about 800 concurrent users back in 2005. Today we have a, a capacity to have 10,000 individuals uh, on the uh, or 10,000 employees on the computer at the same time. Wow, fantastic! Well, we only get about three minutes left in this segment, but let's let's go on. What what has SBA done to improve the disaster loan uh, approval process? Uh, we really have done a lot. Uh, 
One of the, the major and significant improvements uh, under our new system is once your loan's approved, uh, you have uh, a case manager uh, who is a single point of contact and kind of put this in reference back to 2005. Uh, what would happen is once your loan's approved, you would go into a bank of 20 or 30 attorneys. So we, we, uh, we did a, uh, a study, and it showed that every time a disaster victim called, they wanted to tell their story you know, to this new individual, one of these 25 or 30 attorneys uh, that was handling the case, and it was very reactive uh, from that perspective. Now today, we're very proactive, and we're reaching out uh, to the uh, to the disaster borrowers, and you know we call them uh, weekly, biweekly. We check on what they need to get in, so they can get a subsequent disbursement. And, and it's it's really it's a very proactive customer service approach. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're currently making disaster loans uh, to uh, Gulf Coast uh, businesses that were affected by the BP oil spill. Uh, how does your experience uh, there now compare to what happened in the region five years ago? Right. Uh, well, you know, we're cur- we, we're, we have about 24 locations uh, in Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Florida, uh, disaster loan operation centers where we're uh, on-site and we're talking to, uh, to disaster victims uh, as a result of the BP deepwater oil spill. Uh, and uh, to date, we've approved uh, almost $25 million. And basically what we're doing is we're providing gap loans or economic injury disaster loans to uh, these businesses to help them uh, while, you know, to, to, while the oil spill has been in place and now that it's capped, uh, mm-hmm. you know, until it, they're recovered. But let me give you, I, I, we have a really good, a really good story here. We have a uh, comparison. Uh, there's, a, there's a small business down there. It's Tommy's Seafood in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. He's a seafood wholesaler. And uh, back in 2005, um, we, we did make a loan to the, uh, to the small business. Uh, it was, uh, they applied for the loan in October 2005. We approved it in May of 2006, and the loan wasn't uh, fully dispersed until October of 2006. So it took a, a, over a, a, you know, it took a full year from the time they made the application to the time that they actually were fully dispersed from a loan proceeds. Uh, today, um, you know, uh, we had last month we had a, the, the same applicant uh, or the same borrower uh, that was impacted by the BP oil spill. We actually made a loan uh, and uh, to the same borrower, and uh, we approved the loan in just 16 days, wow. and we fully dispersed the loan one month later. So, uh, Maria, uh, uh, one of the co-owners with her husband Tommy. Uh, of this uh, small business, Tommy Seafood, they were just amazed at, at, at how quick and how uh, efficient, and the customer service that they were provided uh, was was obviously it's night and day. Yeah, and they even got a deferral uh, thing for twelve months, right? Uh, yeah, correct. Yeah. That's one of the other things we're doing. We're taking uh, basically a three prong approach. One mm-hmm. is we provide the direct disaster assistance to businesses that, as a result, an economic injury disaster loan. Yeah. The second thing we we can do is we can for existing SBA disaster borrowers, we can defer. Three, six, nine, twelve months, just based on their their specific need as far as uh, you know how they can make payments and if they need right. any sort of payment relief from that perspective. And then we're on the ground. Uh, we're, we're leveraging and using and working with our small business development centers who are co-located in many of the centers to help them with. Uh, you know, additional needs that they may have. Yeah. Well, you know, James, we've run out of time, unfortunately, but thank you so much. I know Disaster Preparedness Month is September. What are the four things they should do? They should develop a uh, solid plan, right, and make sure they have adequate coverage. 
and uh, import, copy important records and create a disaster survival kit, right? You, you got it, Roger. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate your being on the show, James. All right. This segment is brought to you by CaptainEmail.com. Find out how one of the country's leading email marketers can revitalize your business. Coming up next, we talk to someone in the Hispanic market on WSRadio.com, the worldwide leader. This is Brent Wilsey, president of Wilsey Asset Management. We have been in the investment arena for over 25 years. With that experience has come a strong foundation for investing along with an obligation to provide the best in customer service. I invite you to listen to my weekly smart investing show on demand 24-7 at wsradio.com forward slash smart investing. I look forward to serving you. Your intuitions about having a personalized video on your website and elsewhere are exactly right and exactly wrong. You're exactly right that a well-crafted video will tell your story, present your product and service, and vastly separate you from your competition. However, you're exactly wrong if you think a good custom video will be costly. As a winner of 10 Emmys, BizVid Communications' strategy is that it shouldn't take big budgets, only big ideas. You're probably near a computer right now, so tap in bizvidcommunications.com. B-I-Z-V-I-D communications.com. You'll be tapping into a great marketing resource for a quote that matches your budget and a customized video that will make you the smartest marketer in the world. bizvidcommunications.com. Social media marketing, you keep hearing about it, but what is it? And how do you use it to grow your business? Well, the folks at World Class ID have got a way for you to get into this, and at zero cost. I said free. All you have to do is go to worldclassid.com, hit the sign up button, register, and you're in business. After you register, you'll get a social media site, which means unlimited posting capability for articles, marketing materials, video, blogs, forums, photos, plus you'll get access to all the World Class ID content, including a listing of over 500 social networking websites. You can talk to World Class ID subscribers and see how accounts and profiles are set up. What this becomes for you is a great educational resource and will help you decide whether you should continue and join up with World Class ID. World Class ID is unique, and their proprietary software makes it easy because it does all the work. It's easy and it's free. Go now to worldclassid.com. Hit the sign-up button and you're in business. Worldclassid.com. As a wise old man once said, for free, (laughs) take. (laughs) San Diego has always been known for big things like Big Sun, Big Surf, and now... Big solutions for growing your small business. That's right. CBON, a national provider of communications and IT services for small business, is offering local and long-distance calling, high-speed broadband, mobile, web hosting, data backup, and security, and more. For details, log on to cbion.sandiego.net. That's the letter C, beyond.sandiego.net. CBON in San Diego. It's more than big. It's huge. 